time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. Welcome to another edition of Bump and Run, and uh, I am Run. And I am Bump. How's it going? I just finished a run, so I really am Run. That's right. down. And I sat on my couch like a bump. Oh, there you go. So we're perfectly named. Perfectly named. So we're going to do something a little different today. We're going to tell some stories and uh, not just so much about current events. But uh, we noticed this morning as we're taping this on the Thursday morning, um, Stephen Ames is uh, playing in the Champions Tour event in mm-hmm. Morocco and lighten it up, baby. Light it up, lit it up. Eight, eight under. I think he's got a four nine, shot lead last under. I checked. Nine under? Okay. Yep. What's he got? Like a nine shot lead? Five shot lead? Four it's shot lead? About a five shot lead. Four or five four shot, shot lead. lead I think. Yeah. And um, in great position. It's, as you pointed out, it's only a three round tournament. Mm-hmm. So he's got a really good uh, head start on the field, which is excellent for a man of uh, Mr. Ames' stature, but um, we have a lot of stories about Stephen Ames, covering Stephen Ames, <coughs> and um, I think he's I think he's a pretty underrated Canadian golfer, I'm considering he's won four times four and times, the Players' absolutely. Championship. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, also won on the Champions Tour, and before he was a Canadian citizen, he won on the European Tour. European Tour, tour yeah. So that's a pretty good record. Yeah, he was, uh, he's obviously, like, when, when it was, when he decided to become Canadian, you know, him and Mike were the guys on tour for us uh, to yep. cover. So, um, and, you know, he won, he he put himself in contention a couple of times in majors. Uh, didn't yeah, close it in, out. He played in the last group on Sunday at the Masters one year. That's right. And a U.S. Open, I believe it was... I think it was o- o- uh, Oakland, Southern Hills. Right? Or Southern Hills. No, I think Southern Hills. He was, uh, he, 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 was, uh, he was in there, and uh, at Oakmont, I believe he did okay. That yeah, was like a, Oakmont he, a couple a couple ago, but um, he's a fun guy to cover. Sometimes, remember, uh, sometimes early on he wasn't fun, but uh, <laughs> but when you, get to, when you get to know, know him, he's he's just a easygoing. He's just an easygoing, yeah. fun guy. Um, I think a lot of a lot of people misread him because they think he's sort of uh, brash or arrogant, mm-hmm. but I think that's almost more like he's being. Almost shyness, in my opinion, when I really look at it. I think some ways that's how he kind of guards against people getting too close. Right. Because he kind of puts that out there. Uh, one of the first times I went to cover him, he was at a, I'm pretty sure it was a PGA championship. Yeah, it was. And he was doing really well. And the round got called on the count of darkness. So they didn't finish the round. But uh, my cameraman and I, we went out and tracked him down. I think he was on like the 14th hole or something. And we went up to him. And this is before he really kind of knew who we were. I think mm-hmm. he maybe had just got just sort of moved to Canada. I don't know if he was a Canadian citizen yet, but we counted him as one because he was doing well. And uh, I went up to him and I said, um, Stephen, can we get a word? And he looked at me and he said, what do you mean? I'm not finished yet. And I said, yeah, I know, but just on your on your day, on how things went today. So he came up to me, put his hand on the mic and pulled it towards his mouth and said, here's your quote, I'm going for dinner. And then he pushed <laughs> it back and walked away. <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories of Stephen Ames. Yeah, him and especially when his caddy was his brother. Yeah, Robert. that was good too. Um, yeah, you know we are always out shooting these guys um, at all the tournaments. Uh, you know, trading, chasing Weezy and chasing Stephen, and every time he saw us, Stephen, <laughs> Robert would kind of just poke him and point it out, and he'd always <laughs> at some point in time, whether it was walking. Or just he would just kind of glance over. He would like rub his eye or scratch his head with the middle finger. 
yeah, us exactly. and as the, a joke, and, and then just smirk at us, and it was and a big smile. Yeah, it was a, it was a great running joke that we had for a good three or four years. There was probably, if you go back on the tapes, some of the tapes that we have, which was tape we were shooting on back then. Um, there's at least one or two shots during a round of which we shot some some of Steven where there's uh, one of those one of those shots in there. I bet you we could put together 20 minutes of clips of just him, you know, pushing his glasses back on or yep. scratching yep. his cheek with the middle finger, and then <laughs> and then afterwards when he knew what we were when he saw us and he knew that we knew he would start almost laughing. It was yeah. it yeah. was uh, it was hysterical. It was pretty um, hard funny. Speaking speaking of his brother, remember the remember the time at the Canadian Open when it was at Hamilton? Hamilton, yes. And uh, remember he had to pull out because it's back injured, and yeah. and uh, the camera found him. But I wasn't there. I guess I was walking with somebody else or something. It was like a. All were, of a sudden, I think you were on the air. Okay. And I was in the edit suite back at the TV compound, and we had to go chasing. Um, and Mark Millette was our cameraman. Uh, who's been our cam- uh, cameraman on our golf tour for a long time? Um, he found him in the in the parking lot. I go ahead. That's a that's how you were on the air, so we you couldn't right. get there. Okay. And I was on my way there, but I had to come from the compound, which was a little bit away from where the, from the parking lot. So so you got so we so Mark hands the microphone to to Robert Ames, Stephen's brother. Yes. And says, "Can you just ask him a question about why he's pulling out?" And so he, so all of a sudden, Robert becomes the reporter, and he yeah. says, "Stephen, how come you're pulling out?" And so Stephen says, "Oh, you know, my back's sore, and I'm I'm really, uh, you know, sad, sad to be leaving. This is a big tournament for me, and blah blah blah." Yeah. And then at the end, his brother goes, "Okay, th- okay, Stephen, thanks very much for your time." <laughs> it was just it was just as if he'd switched from the caddy to the reporter. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, it's a. I remember Robert one time. It was hot. It was a hot. I don't. I don't remember what term, but it was a hot day. And again, we're chasing him. And look, we're not. Except at the Masters, we actually have golf carts when we go to majors. Right. So uh, he looks at. He looks over at us. He's drinking a bottle of water. And he looks over at us. He goes as he signals. Do you want a bottle? Do you want a bottle of water? So I nod and say yes, and he gives me the money sign. He goes, how much money are you going to give me to get you a water? <laughs> it's going to cost you. <laughs> oh, man. They were good. Uh, they were good to cover. Yeah, and then uh, one of the best stories for me um, was, and you, I was at the Players' Championship. So we used to go down to the Players' Championship when it was, the first time it was in March, and we would always interview players for our Masters preview shows. And that time we uh, we went down and 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 for some unknown reason the powers that be said this is 2006 said why don't you guys just stay and cover the tournament right well of course lo and behold um, Stephen wins the tournament yeah. and I mean and I can tell you the last round of golf that he played to me is the single most impressive round of golf I have ever mm-hmm. witnessed and that includes Tiger Woods and everybody I mean he right. beat the best players in the world by six shots that right. year. Mm-hmm. And there was just every shot he hit was right where he aimed, right where it should be, pin high, below the pin, wherever he needed it to be. And I don't think I've ever seen a, a round of golf where a guy has controlled his golf ball mm-hmm. as uh, as Steven did. And then after it was over, they did the prize presentation, and we were standing by there, a lot of pressure, of course, to try and get something back quickly because it was a big win. Right. And, um, and we wanted to try and get a one-on-one with him. 
And the PGA Tour people said, uh, no, uh, he's going to go into the press room, and maybe after that he could do it. And Stephen came over and said, no, no, I'm doing these guys first. Right. And that really, um, that was pretty impressive for Stephen to do that and, uh, and to show his, uh, uh, his worth for us, I guess, just how much he cared about us and how mm-hmm. important we were for him and the friendship that we had there. But that was, that was, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. No, I'd remember, I'd remember he, he, it, it never happened. The only other time, comparable time is when you got uh, to uh, Bernhard Langer at the uh, Ryder Cup before NBC did. <laughs> okay, that's another story. We'll <laughs> but that's a, but that's for another day. But you know that <laughs> even at, after that round, remember, remember after so that got him into the Masters, and he wasn't previously in the Masters that year, right? And he, he said he would. He basically said after the round, he's got to take a look at whether he, because they had planned a vacation, a family vacation for right. for him and his family then. And uh, and he was never not going to play the Masters, but he just said that. And that just, remember how that just took off? Said, oh, Stephen well, think, Ames is not going to go to the Masters. But let's put something in perspective there. His wife had just gotten through lung cancer. Right. She had just battled through, and I think to him... You know, it was more important to spend some time with his wife right. and be somewhere nice and, um, you know, stick to the commitment that he had made for the vacation and to do that. And um, and I thought, you know, that's that's pretty impressive for a guy to kind of pass up on the Masters more so than taking care of his wife. And I think right. that kind of got lost in the whole story. Exactly. Stephen has never, Stephen has never been the greatest guy at explaining a lot of no. things, as we know that. But, um, but I think in that respect... One of my favorite memories from that press conference, there's a great writer from Chicago named Bob Verdi, one of my greatest, best writers. I just think this guy was sensational. Mm-hmm. He's retired now. Um, but somebody asked him about, you know, if he'd ever been like the, the premier sportsman or something in uh, Trinidad. And he said, no, no, because it's always been, you know, uh, the cricket player. There was a guy named Brian Lara, I think, who was always like sportsman of the year, I think they called it. And then from the back of the uh, room, Bob Verdi just leaned over to me and says, what about Tobago? <laughs> Trinidad? Trinidad? No, what about Tobago then? Maybe it was, you were a sportsman at Tobago anyway. Um, I think uh, I, I think Stephen's uh, very underrated. That performance was very underrated for, by what Stephen did that year. Yeah, and he could have won other players, right? Craig Perks made that unbelievable run where yeah. Stephen was right there at the players. He just seemed to play well at the players quite often. Um, mm-hmm. And... You know, he he won the Western Open when it was still a tournament, which was a good win for him. He won a couple um, in Dis- the couple of the Children's Miracle Network events, yep. and you know, again, like you look at the you know, Wiersey's obviously Wiersey and George Newton, but then it's it's Stephen Ames who's right who's right up there for wins by a Canadian on tour. Um, right, I think he's tied with Stan Leonard. Right, at four, and you know, I I we used to joke that the whole Trinidad and Tobago thing, you know. Our good friend, uh, ESPN golf producer Eric Lundston, used to say, well, when he's not playing well, he's not Canadian, right? But we called him a, tri- a Trinidadian. He was our Trinidadian. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, he was, you know, he was, he was he could always go low. You know, he there was a low round in him, probably more so than Weirzy, right? Yeah, I think so. He could At go any really moment deep. in time. Um, he had, um, I remember one time, too, on the, standing on the range, watching him hit balls. And Freddie Couples came along. This is when he was working with Sean Foley. That's another thing to remember is that he basically got Sean Foley That's right. onto the PGA Tour because that was his first coach um, or first player for, for Foley. And I remember Freddie Couples standing by looking at Ames swing, and he says, man, he says, you got your player swinging sweet. 
I'll never forget that. <laughs> but that's the other aspect a lot of people forget is that it was it was Sean Foley's kind of opening to the right. PGA Tour, and look where he went from there. That's right. And it was a you know it was always a matter of you know Stephen always was hard on himself too, right? It was always yeah. in between the years and not the golf swing that was right. That he he self admittedly to us before too. But when he was right, oh, yeah. when he was right, man, could he could he fire some low scores? And he was a fun guy to cover. We we. Uh, you know, we we enjoyed covering him because he's brutally honest, and that's what we like. <laughs> yes, he is. Well, you I know? got him into trouble right when he talked about Tiger Woods. Right, and and again, he said, if, uh, right, you know, the nine he, and eight. Where he's hitting it now. He didn't. What he said was absolutely right. Was completely absolutely correct. Absolutely right. Tiger was hitting it all over the yard, but I guess you don't sort of diss the number one player in right. the world, and obviously he let poke the fire on the tiger. Right. And, yeah, and Tiger took care of it. But yeah, everybody criticized what he was saying, but he was true. Tiger was all over the map with his driver at that Tiger, point. In he, time. I asked Stephen. I asked Stephen about that a couple of years later, and he said uh, a couple of years ago, I should say. And he says, "Yeah, they laugh about it now in the locker room when he sees mm-hmm. Tiger. It's not a big deal anymore." So, no, no. Um, I think it was uh, it was kind of a moment in time that that Stephen looked bad, but. Uh, He's he's a fun guy. I, I've as I say, I really enjoyed playing him, and I don't think he's got his credit as uh, to how good a golfer he right. really is. And he's just and he's just loving life on the Champions Tour too. Um, did you see? By the way, did you see the picture of him with the cobra? Yeah, with the cobra. <laughs> There's a <laughs> he's like ten feet from this spitting cobra. Yeah, it is. I, don't, I don't get the it. Cobra's all sitting up there, and I was going, "Whoa!" I would not be anywhere near no. that. He, That's, uh, uh, yeah, he's a uh, yeah, he's just loving life, right? He was on. He was on James James Duthie uh, Rubber Boots podcast down at uh, when they were down Turks. at the wide at the Turks because that's where he lives yeah. now. And, right, he's um, a snowbird. And uh, man, you know, you live in Turks. Go play some golf. It's he's got uh, a beautiful and and lovely wife with yep. him, uh, Kelly, and um, she's she's uh, delightful. And every time I see an Instagram picture of him, he's like. After, it's like after a round, and he's like sipping a glass of wine, right. or he's out in some beach somewhere. It's like, man, I want this life. And he said, like all those guys on the Champions Tour, they basically there's no, there's not a lot of there's not rivalry there. They're all they're all buddies, and they all do after the round have a glass of yeah. wine, glass of beer, whatever. Um, they eat dinners. They have dinners together. Like the tournament, um, one of the tournaments, Jerry Kelly hosted a whole bunch of them. I remember seeing pictures, pictures of that. He said it's a it's a great tour to plan, and they're making some and you make some good money, right? Just yeah, it's all good. Just keeping the career going. Um, ah, Stephen. Yeah, ah, Stephen. Lovely guy. Good dude. Um, all right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap it up. We're not going to talk any golf other stuff today. We're sort of a new tact here. We're going to talk about some players and yep. different things. Hope you enjoyed uh, this edition, the Stephen Ames edition the of Stephen the, Ames uh, edition. Who'd have the thought, Bump and Run right? podcast. Yeah, exactly. And there, uh, he's going to send us that check, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And well, hopefully, when he wins, he's, he's got a good right. lead. We'll, we'll see what happens. If he can finish this off and uh, win win another Champions Tour event in Morocco. All right, that's it for this edition. I am Run, and I'm Bump. We'll talk to you again.